Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Welcome to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my friend and partner, Ananga Sevier. We come together weekly on Skype to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you and answer listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. And together we are armed with a powerful collection of techniques and albums and offerings, and guided meditations, along with a potent blend of coaching and storytelling. And today we're going to be discussing how your imagination affects your anxiety and how you can harness the power of your imagination to actually heal your anxiety versus letting that imagination run wild and making your anxiety even worse. Welcome, Ananga. Hi, Shen. So good to be with you again today talking about this powerful subject. Yeah, our imagination is one of those things like intelligence where it's really neutral. You can use your intelligence to do great things or you can use your intelligence to do great harm. And it's the same with our imagination, except it tends to be more of an, an inside job. And I noticed when I was suffering when I was younger with really strong anxiety, just how brilliant my imagination is at conjuring up horrors mm. from something on the news or a sentence somebody might say in passing, my head could just create an absolute nightmare, you know, full on technicolor sound effects, <laughs> right? all the visuals, the works. And when our mind does that, I'm sure anyone suffering with anxiety has experienced this. When your mind does that, your body really gets dragged along for the ride. Immediately your heart starts beating faster. You may feel sick in your stomach. You may start sweating or shaking. And really this is the driving force, if you think about it, behind a panic attack. Because initially we have some symptom of a panic or an anxiety attack, but it's when the mind turns that over and gets hold of it and says to us, you're going to have a panic attack. What if you die? What if you're going crazy? What if you pass out? You know, all these things that we then start mm -hmm. to start to imagine the potential horrible consequences of that initial experience. Boy, I can think of the number of times that I've done that where I've just created hell on earth for myself before learning how to reconfigure or rethink or, you know, any of the, the breathing exercises or EFT tapping or anything that we've shared over the years before I had those tools. I could make an epic, you know, blockbuster movie of things that I was freaking out about. So anybody listening, you are not alone if that's something that you do. And today we're going to talk with you about how you can harness the power of your imagination to move it in the other direction and to make it more positive and a more healing experience than this uh, scary place that we can go if we leave our mind to its own devices. Yeah, that's the thing is to harness the mind with the intelligence. This follows on from what we were discussing in our last podcast, to use your intelligence to direct and observe your mind. And when your mind starts to rush off in an awful direction, to really grab it by the collar and say, hey, we're not doing this now, and to, to bring it in another direction. So I'd like to share something called the lemon test, <laughs> just for <laughs> us to, to have a little experience of how we can actively use our imagination. And it's a very simple, brief thing, but just to show us how much our body responds to what happens in our mind. So if you just imagine going in your kitchen and in front of you is a bowl of fruit 
and you have a chopping board or a, a countertop where you can chop some fruit and you go and get a knife and in front of you, you see a lemon. So you pick the lemon up and feel the texture and look at it, put it down on the chopping board in front of you and you start to cut it with the knife. And you look at the juice on the countertop and you, you imagine bringing one half of that lemon up to your nose and really inhaling the scent of that lemon. What's happening? Anyone salivating? <laughs> I am. Talking <laughs> has become am. less easy for me now. <laughs> look then, what happens in your mouth? What happens in your body? There's no real lemon. We're just talking about a lemon. We've all had that experience of cutting one and smelling one. And so we know how our physiology responds to that event. And usually it makes our mouth water. So we've just experienced our body responding directly to our imagination. And that's not a problem when we're thinking about eating a fruit or going on vacation or hugging someone we love or, or imagining going for a walk in a beautiful place. Those are all good imaginings. But as we've just spoken about, when we project our worst case scenarios, then our physiology responds as well. So what we need to learn to do is try and counter that or as much as we can even replace that, those negative, scary imaginings with happier uses of our imagination. And I think for me, the easiest way to do that and the thing that initially helped me the most is to use a guided journey or a guided meditation, a guided relaxation, where somebody else who really knows how to help the mind settle and relax can talk you into a situation and into a scenario where your mind is really engaged in exploring relaxing surroundings, different sounds, listening to different musical sounds, things like that. Mm. But instead of having to do it on your own, which, which can be really intense when you think, I mustn't think about this, because when you say I mustn't or don't think about that to the mind, it throws it right up. So to be able to switch out with support to listening, to, to somebody guide you into a really relaxing place where you can visualize very clearly and you're assisted in doing that, that's the first thing I would recommend. It's a great recommendation and it's something that is a big part of my regular routine. If I start to feel really stressed or if I'm not well, if I'm feeling sick or even having trouble sleeping. But the imagination part, it's so nice to give yourself a break and say, okay, I, I realize that right now I'm very uncomfortable and I know that this can escalate. So I'm going to give myself the gift of 10 or 15 minutes to rest and listen and be guided to a much calmer, relaxing, gentle place. It's just it's almost too simple. You know, it's like, it's like we've talked so many times before. Some of these resources and ideas seem like, really, that can really work. And it really, really can. And it makes me think of tranquility. I know we've produced a number of albums, but I think tranquility is probably a really good recommendation for harnessing the power of your imagination and taking it for a good ride, a sweet ride, a, a gentle journey that uh, will bring you back to center. Yeah, it's, it's much easier when you have support to do that, as I said before, than trying to do it on your own. It's very difficult to stop the wheels of the mind once they're in motion. So like you, I always have my iPod with me. I always have headphones with me. They go to bed with me every night. 
if I'm feeling anxious or I'm having trouble sleeping, then I will choose to plug something into my ears that just feeds something supportive, hopeful, soothing into my mind rather than let my mind just run on its own tracks if it's not in a good place. So it's definitely something that's helped me greatly over the years. Another thing that's really helped me and I highly recommend is to use forms of active relaxation where the mind is really engaged. I've spoken a lot in previous podcasts about Qigong, which is one of my favorite forms of healing because it's so gentle. And uh, one of my favorite Qigong teachers is a gentleman called Chun-Yi Lin, who teaches a form of Qigong called Spring Forest Qigong. It's very easy, very gentle. And what I particularly love about him is he's extremely compassionate and he really coaches you through all the time using your mind to imagine when you breathe in, you imagine healing energy coming into your body. And when you breathe out, you imagine sickness or anxiety or pain leaving your body and traveling far, far away. With every breath, he gets you to imagine good things coming in and stressful or painful things going out. And I find that really helpful. Thank you for sharing that. That is something that I don't have any experience with and definitely want to get to know your teacher. And I know that he's got some videos and things, then maybe we can uh, put some links up so that people can learn more because I have heard nothing but wonderful things about Qigong and most of them from you. Yeah, it's, it's been extremely helpful to me in, in healing and also in, in reducing stress and anxiety. It works beautifully for anxiety because it helps calm the scattered energy that really drives anxiety around. So it gives us something very positive, very self-supportive to do. It's so nice to have such a large pool of amazing teachers who have made it their mission to support people who are suffering. I love knowing that we can share them and provide their teachings to anybody who's listening. And you just never know what's going to work for you. So check it out. And this might be something right up your alley. Yeah, that's the thing too. As you're listening to us suggest different things in different podcasts, just see what clicks for you. Not everything we say may resonate with you, but somewhere we very much hope something will, whether it's tapping, the quick anxiety stopper, the active relaxation, the guided visualization. Just allow yourself to be playful and try something. And the final thing I would recommend, which has also been extremely helpful to me and is very, very easy, is to have inspirational reading on hand whether it's poetry, whether it's stories that are fictional but beautiful in a beautiful location, hopeful stories, not something dramatic that's going to feed your anxiety, or self-help books that are just written in a beautiful, flowing way that you can follow along. It might be Louise Hay, might be somebody else. Just allow yourself to explore some literature that really can engage your mind and practice the art of mindfully reading it, where, again, it's difficult when the mind's anxious because it tends to splurge its attention in so many different directions so just to bring your attention to a single pointed focus I'm reading this word this line how many times Mm -hmm. have you read you know you get to the end of a paragraph and you think I don't know what I just read (laughs) and you reread it and it's like I still don't know what I just read so to practice mindfully reading I'm going to read this one line with my full attention and now the next line and the next one and to just really practice Harnessing your mind and bringing your imagination fully engaged into what you're doing, the words on the page just in front of you. And that stops all that crazy other 
what-if thinking and painful imaginings. What a great subject. I'm so glad that we talked about this today and hope that all of our listeners come away with something, something new to try and a, a better idea about taking your imagination in a positive direction. So very powerful. Thank you, Ananga. Thank you, Shen. Anxiety Slayer just released our seventh album, Oasis, a retreat from stress and anxiety. Our new album offers a variety of guided relaxations that will transport you to a sanctuary free of stress and anxiety. You can find Oasis at the iTunes Music Store.